A group of college kids. New music. Let me play my part. Check two, hey. Check like, two, is that two, real? Two, Did that happen? Like, the structure of your brain actually changes. And do you still feel that every day? And then it got time for guitars. Eating disorder, like. I didn't want to die. Tendencies. But I didn't want to live. Yeah. Girl. You gotta go in the hospital. You feel powerless because the body has a fear reaction. The opportunity to empower. No one can take away my power. I won't take myself out. Artists that are true like that, those are the ones that tend to like create change. That still means something too. I'm here with Riley Quinlan, who is a student at the University of Minnesota. Yep. And you run the Hook Club. Yeah. So the way I stumbled across you is we had a, a discussion panel not too long ago, uh, November 2018. Well, we'll see when this episode comes out. Um, at the U, and it's part of the promotion. It was like, hey, is anyone? Is there any music groups at the U? And you know, besides just the music majors in that department and everything. Anyone who's just generally really passionate about their music is those kind of people would like the Kelly Nicole Foundation. And one of the people said, well, there is this thing, it's like a book club, but for music, and they call it a hook club. I was like, wait a minute, they listen to, well, you tell it, because I'll just butcher it. Yeah, so that is, um, like you just said, that's uh, essentially our motto. We're, we're called hook club, and we call ourselves a book club, but for albums. Um, and essentially... The club is kind of exactly just that. We meet once a week, and instead of talking about a new book every time, we talk about a new album. Um, and sort of the way we decide on which album to listen to is after our initial meeting, which goes into sort of like discussions, and the discussions are very free and open. Sort of anything goes. Um, we don't have any, any sort of structure or anything like that. Uh, we kind of just talk about whatever comes to our minds, which is super nice. It's a, it's a nice, natural place. It's a safe space, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, after we have our discussion, we vote uh, on the next album collectively. So people can come up and nominate certain albums. It could be any album of their choosing. And then at the end, we all vote on it. Whichever album gets the most votes, we listen to for the next week. And that's essentially it. It's a really sort of loose group. I always want it to be just an open door for people who want to listen to new music, uh, be exposed to new people with similar interests, and sort of all that. So we have, uh, we definitely have some core people that come every week, but uh, a lot of other people sort of just flow in and out, which is exactly what I wanted it to be. So cool. Yeah. Few regulars, but a lot of new energy all the time. Yeah, exactly. So, did you inherit this group, or did you launch it? I actually launched it. Uh, I launched it three years ago now, maybe a little over three years ago. Um, and this is actually my last semester at the U, so it's kind of difficult to think that I'll be passing on Hook Club for someone else to screw up what you've created. Yeah, and hopefully, <laughs> no, not even hopefully. I know for a fact that they won't. Yeah. Uh, we're actually in the middle of, um, or I'm in the middle right now, of gathering 
some people who want to be nominated to be to lead the group or sort of work with the group. Um, so the fact alone that people still want the group to be a thing after I'm gone, and knowing that I can put it in the hands of people that I trust and love at this point, honestly, is mm -hmm. is really nice. Yeah. So we'll figure out who's who who I'm handing it down to pretty soon here actually next few weeks do you have any I'm guessing you don't have any like genre restrictions you've listened to everything right right yeah we have absolutely none uh, we you know just for the fact that we're all like a group of college kids um, who of course you know are more interested in music than I'd say like the average college kid mm -hmm. um, we, we definitely tend to listen to some of the more popular genres more so mm -hmm. just because it's by popular vote um, so like like stuff like hip-hop yeah. and indie rock stuff like that those are pretty prevalent especially in our discussions but we have we have conversations every week about like trying to branch out um, and we definitely do branch out every once in a while we'll get some that are I don't know, like the best thing about this group for me is that I listen to albums every once in a while where I would probably have never listened to it in my life. Yeah. And of course, once that door is open, then you can sort of explore all these other different genres and albums that you'd never hear. So yeah. we, we still branch out, but yeah, there's some times where we kind of fall back on what is just popular for, for us. For sure. Yeah. So one of the themes of... of this podcast being the official podcast of the Kelly Nicole Foundation, which, as you know, is a music-based nonprofit. It's a blend of um, yeah, it's a blend of music and philanthropy, or I think of it as music-based philanthropy. So when she passed, I wanted her album that she created, her life's work, her heart and soul, to make a difference um, in the lives of people who are suffering the way she sings about. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people were like, but I don't get it. So you're going to raise money and you're going to sell it. Like, which are you going to do? And I was like, no, the music itself helps people. And still to this day, there are some people who go, I don't get it. And then there are people who, I'll explain it for 10 seconds and they'll go, oh, I totally get it. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Feels like the hook club would be people who get it. I really think so too. <laughs> yeah. I Obviously on the surface, hook club is about new music and, you know, listening to a different album every week dissecting it, talking about it, blah, blah, blah. But something that, you know, I didn't even realize going into it is that the people that we have in Hook Club, like, they really do become your family. I've said this, even in the first year, it was prevalent to me, so I say it somewhat often. Um, but when we meet once a week, like, the people that are there, we see each other more so than nine out of ten people there see like their family mm -hmm. yeah. so essentially we become our own family at school and it's it's extended you know to beyond uh, just just our weekly meetings to a lot of people hang out together now mm -hmm. there have yeah. been relationships that have blossomed from hook club and it's just relationships in every way it's just it's a really beautiful thing to have that group of core people but then it's also just like, oh, we have this activity to do too with our with our friends. I learned that a lot um, when uh, we have a booth at some kind of festival, like we do Pride every year. 
and we ha we're very well received. People usually, I'll have a head, this headphone set, and I'll just have a listening station. I'll be like, do you like music? Sit down. Just throw <laughs> it on and hit play. Because it's too hard to explain in a quick summary what we oh, are yeah. and where we came from. And oh God, um, let alone saying it over and over again is just like disemboweling right. if you're me. Um, so I just like I let Cal tell the story. I, I'll I'll pick some snippets, and people will take the headphones off and go, "Why have I not heard of this? What the hell?" Um, and you kind of learn how quickly music connects people. It connects people, I think, more than like race, class, gender. All these groups and you know cliques and tribes we're so obsessed with. I mm -hmm. think when people connect over music, it's a real connection. It's a lasting connection. I agree. Yeah, music to me is just one of those things that. You know, it, it is entertainment. Music is entertainment. But it's also something that, more so than TV, more so than sports, I think you and another person or other people, you're hearing the same thing. And perhaps you're feeling completely different things that the music is bringing out of you. But truly, sometimes I feel like one song to a few people can, you know, you just get taken to a special place together. Mm -hmm. um, and I just think that's really special. I haven't found any sort of other entertainment. And I doubt that I will, because you know, I've been exposed to whatever form of entertainment, I think, um, or any forms of entertainment that are out there. But yeah, music to me is just the, it's the pinnacle of just emotion you don't have to describe and that other people can really just kind of connect with. Yeah. They say that it's the only, making music is the only activity that's using like all parts of the brain or something, which makes sense huh. because I don't know if you play an instrument. I don't, know. You don't? But there's like, I mean, you could have a computer write a song, like it's all math. Yeah. But then at the same time, like you said, it's the obvious emotional aspect of it as well. Um, and when those two things are working together and, and it's right, you know, it makes sense to me that the entire brain would be activated. Maybe that's why it feels like such a good expression, such such a catharsis, right? Yeah, I agree. Is that kind of, um, are there weeks where an album is brought in, you've listened to it? You said you listened to it, what, two or three times? Well, yeah. walk me through your process and then I'll ask you more questions. Yeah, for sure. So um, the other thing about Hook Club, like I mentioned earlier, about it being very loosey-goosey and just kind of a free environment, uh, we have recommendations so we say, like, in order to be prepared for the next meeting, um, which of course is subjective, but we suggest you listen to the album at least like two or three times. Uh, maybe you read along with the lyrics if they're online uh, to really see what the artist is talking about, jot down some notes that you want to maybe want to bring up in the discussion. Um, but at the same time, and on the other end, we also say that you could come into a meeting having never heard the album, knowing nothing about it, uh, not participating at all, just sitting there and being with these other people and listening, because mm -hmm. I think that's super important too. Um, but yeah, that's sort of like our process for getting ready for a meeting, I'd say. Mm -hmm. You said you listen for the lyrics, you listen for obviously the emotional content. Anything yeah. else kind of out of the ordinary that you listen for? Like, are you listening for mix and master and all these more technical things or not as much? A lot of people do. Um, but, you know, like I said, like I, I took guitar lessons in fifth grade. I'm actually taking a, an intro to piano class for non-music majors next semester. For listening to it or for playing? For playing. Oh, so sweet. I'm really excited for that. Next semester, 
Oh, this coming year, last semester? Yeah, this last semester, actually, which starts next week. Lucky so. you have any electives left. I know, yeah. And God, I, I was cramming the last, <laughs> I think I, my last semester, I think I had 21 credits. They were like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> really? So I was like, I've transferred a few times, and I was, for a while, I was at a school that had a, a lot of religious and philosophy requirements, sure. and those didn't mean anything when I got back to the public Yeah, right, school. so then you so just have to cram them all. <laughs> I just had to cram, and I was taking... My last semester of college at like 24 years old, I was taking like what it, I swear amounted to like a fifth grade math class. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe I'm fucking sitting here. Yeah, no, I'm lucky. I've, got, I've gotten to take some cool classes and that might be because I dropped a, a minor that I was taking. But uh, Oh yeah, what yeah. was that? It was outdoor recreation and education, I think. Because oh. my, my major is elementary education, so I was like, Hey, these will go well together. Yeah. But then I took one class and no no hate against the class. It was a good class, but just like, you know, I, I kind of realized the minor wasn't what I thought it was. Okay. So I was like, I'm gonna take more electives, have more fun. There you go. Yeah. So you're gonna play the piano? Yeah. How do you anticipate that affecting hook club? Like, well, as a pianist, I believe. Yeah, I was I've been thinking about because like a lot of people that do come to hook club are uh, they're really, really well versed in whether it's one instrument specifically um, or kind of just like a multitude, uh, I always sort of like, I don't envy that um, just because you know I don't play an instrument, but I, I wish I could hear it from, like I wish I could have the experience that they have and sort of hear the music in a different way. You do, but you might not. Have you ever heard people say that like it can ruin it too? No. Although I guess I could I, I could see that maybe explain sort of like if it gets too like you said technical or like objective rather than subjective sort of thing. Yeah, or you start to hear the quality differences, like oh god, that singer oh, had sure. a cold and they didn't even bother rescheduling the tracking session. Well, maybe she just couldn't reschedule because there was a tour coming up, and then you just start to think about you get, like, yeah, you get like a little you like hear everything that wasn't right, or you'll hear like Cal was the worst at this. Like my favorite song would end. And she'd be walking past, and she'd just shoot me this look. I'd be like, what? <laughs> and she goes, I find the rain sound effect unnecessary. Like, For fuck's <laughs> sakes, God, let me enjoy something. But once here, I mean, she could produce, too. So okay. she was the artist, songwriter, engineer, and producer. She didn't produce her own, but she could for different people and, and stuff like that. And she was in that role for me because we, we met by being guitar players. Mm -hmm. We met at Guitar Center. Oh, and, yeah, so, right. <laughs> and so... Um, yeah, she would just she would just hear things and be like, you lose the almost like childlike innocence of, sure, of yeah. just loving music. You get that, you start that to, critical lens. Yeah, get to where you're working. Like in in therapy, because a lot of, you know, what we do, we talk about mental illness and stuff on this program. Over and over, they'd suggest, well, what about music therapy? You love music, and she'd be like, that doesn't make it easier. That makes it harder. Because I'll start working <laughs> like, oh, if I could remix this. You know, like, oh, fuck. And Natalie Merchant talked about that. I remember, you know, Natalie Merchant. I'm not. 10,000 Maniacs. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Th God, I'm fucking old. You don't know Natalie Merchant? Not by name. Thank I, you, thank you. But I don't know a lot of people by name. But once I what hear their... What are you, their... a fetus? <laughs> I'm, I'm 22. You're so, 22 and yeah. you don't know who Natalie Merchant is. Not by I'm name. I'm 38 years old. <laughs> fucking A. You will. You would know. You know, I must be one of the wonders. It doesn't, doesn't really You guys, I'm dying inside. I apologize. Anyone listening to this? I apologize. <laughs> Get the music behind the mission. Best thing ever. 
Hate Becoming by Kelly Nicole on iTunes and Spotify. If you guys haven't checked out the merch table, join the movement. Buy the album. Get your Kelly Nicole band merch and donate what you can at kellynicolefoundation.org. Courage is from Amplified!